Welcome back to another episode of A Mental Health Break with Vincent A. Lancey. I'm Vincent A. Lancey, speaker, coach, and author of the book, Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health. And I am Dr. Clarence Lee Jr. I am excited to launch another episode for you all with a guest who has tons of firsthand experience to offer. When I was 21 years old, I was the victim of a hit and run accident while walking. After coming out of a coma and suffering from a traumatic brain injury, or you may know of as a TBI, I soon realized that it was time to put my mental health on a very high pedestal. This transformative experience has led me to create a podcast that is all things mental health. It has also led me to create my new book, Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health. Be sure to head to vincentalancey.com to check that out after the episode ends. Would it add value to your life to hear mental health professionals and advocates share their authentic stories relating to mental health? If you answered yes, you came to the right place. I want to start by congratulating you for making your mental health a priority. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate the show five stars and continue listening by subscribing. It's time for another episode of COVID Talks. I will continue to bring back previous guests to reconnect with you all and highlight their experiences during the COVID-19 lockdown to add immediate value to your lives. For this episode, I am happy to introduce my guest returning from the season one finale. Throughout this global pandemic, Today's guest has been on the front lines working in hospitals across California. He is on the verge of opening his own practice and has additionally been selected as one of the top black entrepreneurs by Yahoo Finance. A former student athlete, Dr. Lee holds a degree in biology from the University of Incarnate Word and degrees in medicine and business MBA from Drexel University. Also a decorated war veteran, Dr. Lee served in the United States Air Force for 10 years with several assignments, his last being as a flight surgeon flying the T-38 and U-2 airframes in one of the most elite squadrons in the United States Air Force. We have a great bonus episode of COVID Talks Ahead, so allow me to now introduce Dr. Clarence Lee Jr. Clarence, it's great to see you again, and thank you for coming on the show. Hey Vince, thanks for having me on. I'm uh, I'm excited, looking forward to adding some value for everyone and uh, being impactful uh, with our time together today. So thanks for having me. My pleasure. Would you mind please reintroducing yourself to our listeners and sharing part of your story before we dive in and get going? And also, please do touch on your role relating to mental health. My name is Dr. Lee. I'm uh, originally from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I've been uh, I've been practicing medicine now for about for about ten years. I, um, I'm really passionate about, about mental health and, and, and do tons of, um, uh, do tons of talks and, and presentations on the, uh, on the power of uh, persistence, which has been uh, really key uh, in my life. And, and one of the, the areas where I feel like I, uh, can add the most value to the world is teaching about, uh, persistence and, and doing resilience training. Um, that's kind of like my, my passion, uh, project. Um, and, um, yeah, married, I've been married eight years, got, uh, five kids, 14, six, four, and, and two 18 month old twins, uh, 
Calvin and Camille who are running the house right now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, but overall, um, you know, uh, life's good. Just, just looking to add value where I can and, you know, pre- press my limits and, and help other people uh, push theirs. Absolutely. One of the reasons I admire today's guest very much is because he highlights persistence. And as an entrepreneur, for those of you listening on, it is the major key to your future success. But thank you again for sharing all that, Clarence. On each episode with a new guest, my guest and I go through a series of questions called the main event. For COVID Talks episodes, we will have a main event of its own. You ready to go? Let's do it. Great. So let's begin the show with getting into how your mental health has been affected overall from the 2020 pandemic. Yeah, I would, um, you know, it's so interesting um, how you don't really know how things are affecting you until you're kind of in the thick of it. I think for me, um, one of the things I noticed really late in the year here, probably, you know, nine months, 10 months in um, was how much my normal routines were um, giving me the ability to do what I was doing. And so, you know, I mean, I like, I'm, I'm really big into, I like playing basketball and, and being active um, athletically and, you know, gyms haven't been open. Uh, so I haven't been able to play basketball and I do a lot of the things I really like to do and that those kind of competition type of things. And, you know, I, I thought I did it my whole life and there hasn't been any extended period of time where I haven't done it. And this is the first time in my life where other than when I've injured myself, uh-huh. <laughs> where I, I haven't uh, been able to play. And, um, you know, I, I think replacing uh, those things with other activities have has been, you know, the, uh, the biggest thing that I learned this year or how, you know, COVID has affected me was, you know, hey, I, I need to replace those activities. So, you know, I, now I do more things that I wasn't doing before. Like I've golfed more this year than I've ever golfed. And because um, it's open, right? And then <laughs> I, and, and I've, I've been out to surf uh, a lot more um, because those are, you know, just being out and being active. Those are the things that uh, really help me uh, keep my mood elevated. So would you say, gathering from your statements, that exercise is very beneficial, not just for your physical health, but your mental health as well? Absolutely. No question about it. That's been, uh, been my experience. It's, it's just interesting that, you know, you know like, like I said, you don't really know what's helping you or how something is helping you as much until you stop it. And exercise is one of those, uh, one of those things for me that I, I noticed really quickly this year. I uh, needed to replace my basketball time with something else. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more when I don't exercise, even if it's just taking an extended walk or doing 20 minutes of core. I don't think clearly. I'm thinking about things I shouldn't be thinking about. I'm stressing about things I should not be stressing about. So I'm very, very happy you highlighted that point. But overall here, Clarence, what would you say the most difficult part of the entire pandemic has been for you? I am naturally kind of like an, an optimistic type of person. So if I choose uh, talking points with people, I'm, I'm, I'm usually going to focus on how, you know, the good side of what's yeah. going on and, and how, you know, how great things are. I think what's been really difficult for me and, and a learning, really a learning experience for me this year has been to um, throttle back a little bit and like that seek to uh, meet who I'm speaking to where they are 
and and realize that everyone this pandemic has affected every person in a different way mm-hmm. and um it, it may be oh i might be because i'm a doctor it might be oh i'm really busy and things are crazier than ever and and, mm-hmm. and 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 but i might be talking to someone that that's not working or that, that has has lost their job so i think that the difficult thing for me has um has been to realize hey yeah it's great encourage people be optimistic um but sometimes how i approach uh, conversations uh in on the initial i think this year i've le- i've learned a lot uh, in in that area to meet meet people where they are uh, that's a great way to put it too. You don't really know what's going on in someone else's shoes. So if you can really resonate with them a little bit, it can go a long way and also improve their mental health along the way. But you mentioned how you haven't had that exercise as much as you need it, the places you wanted it to be. What are some ways you have been coping with this additional change and stress from the 2020 pandemic? I, uh, I tell you what, I, I, I built a gym in my house. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh you know i uh i i yeah i've i've, I've built a little old gym and and uh, you know i'm getting in there in the mornings and, and and getting a good sweat going um so that i'm able to uh you know kind of able to keep myself elevated so that piece i've adapted just kind of working out at, at home and, and not having all the equipment that i'm used to having but you know <laughs> making do with what i got uh, which, so that's been great. Um, and I would, I would also say, uh, you know, checking in also with myself, kind of that, uh, like that, like introspection. I feel like I have done a lot more this year and me and my wife, um, just asking them, how are we doing? Uh, cause I'm, you know, I'm really busy. Like I'm doing stuff all the time. I'm always got stuff going on and, um, you know, you, you keeping your mind busy sometimes mm-hmm. can you you can neglect that introspection to see how I'm doing, taking a break. You know, how am I really handling this? But I feel like this year I've asked myself, and I've talked more uh, checking in with myself <laughs> more than uh, than I ever have before. I think you make a great point there too, where reflecting on your what's going on in your life can help a great deal. Maybe lower some stress. Absolutely. Um, and, and also it, it brings up when I have that time, it, it brings up um, things that I do want to talk about that I wouldn't, you know, without intention, I probably wouldn't even bring up in the conversation because I'm so busy doing my activities. Mm-hmm. But through that introspection, um, it highlights some of the areas that, uh, you know, that are important to you that, you, you know, because I'm really busy, it's it's easy to neglect some of those things. Great value right there, Clarence. Thank you. But I know you're going to be excited for this questions because of your personality. What are some of the positives that came out of the 2020 pandemic for you? Yeah, I um, I really on the I, I probably the first thing that pops to my mind is uh, just the the, the advantages uh, with spending more time with the family and mm-hmm. having more more time at home. I feel like my 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 kids are my wife's been home she's a teacher um and she's been homeschooling uh, my my two uh, my two boys my six and my four-year-old and um we've just been able to do a lot of more a lot more things as a family and i i think that has been um 
really, really beneficial for our growth as, as a unit. And, and also, um, you know, being there to support each other um, at, a higher, at a higher level, you know, instead of having the kids go out and go to school and be gone, you know, the majority of the day. And then, you know, coming back, we've been able to do a lot, um, a lot more activities uh, together. And then also um, just being in tune with what's going on with each kid and being able to talk a little more in depth since she's teaching Mm-hmm. the stuff at school now we you have a little better pulse on what's going on and what things are are what they're what they're learning so i think that has been um a huge positive for uh, for the year for us especially for me uh, and my family it's just you know get, getting to know each other a little bit better and being more in tune with the needs of each person in the family um, yeah that's great advice and we're definitely going to touch on how the children in your life has been affected by this. But if you wouldn't mind shedding some light for the listeners, you mentioned you still were able to do some family activities together. Would you mind offering one or two things that you and your family have been doing to kind of help our listeners out there who may be stuck by this virus, can't think outside the box, need to get their family out of the house? Yeah, so we've, we've, uh, we've simple things, honestly, man, just going on walks, um, Love that. you know, taking my, taking my boys out to, to ride their bikes, you know, letting them roll around, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the traffic, uh, you know, I'm doing the traffic scans and I'm, I'm letting them, uh, you know, get out and ride and, and get some of that restless energy out. Cause they've been in the house quite a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is the first, like I said, going out to the, to the, to the driving range is the first time I've ever taken the boys out there. I got them some clubs That's so cool. they're out there. They're out there hacking away, trying to hit the ball, which is, which is a lot of fun. Um, and, um, but just things like that, just getting outside, you know, you know, getting outside my, 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 my oldest boy, he's six. He, uh, he likes the video game. So, you know, if, it, if it, he does that little Nintendo switch and he'll play it all day, you know, like he's on it. Um, but, I, you know, we have to limit some of his screen time. But Very I've also yeah. learned that he he likes that. So let me meet him where he's at. Let me play that game, you know. And uh, and, and so we've, we've I've played more Nintendo switch than I've ever played in my life uh, this year. Um, so, you know, just just activities like that, but mostly just getting up and being able to go outside and, and uh, get some fresh air and move move around a little bit. But, yeah, that, that's pretty much uh, the, the top things that we that we do. That's awesome. And I'm really excited to see that generation be our age and older, because when I mean, I didn't have a cell phone or much technology until middle school, seventh grade. I had a flip phone. I'm excited for this next talking point because of how involved you've been in multiple areas during COVID pandemic. Can you describe your work life? And we'll start all the way back in March. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I I practice what's called this this COVID this pandemic has been really interesting for me because I, I practice what's called occupational medicine. So um, I, I did anything that has to do with somebody's job. Um, I, I I I deal with yeah. uh, all the way from the. Uh, you know, pre-employment physicals all the way to someone gets injured at the job or all the way from, you know, hearing conservation programs. If someone has noise exposure at work, uh, I'll monitor those um, to infection control. If someone gets uh, an exposure at work, uh, maybe a needle stick or, or something, they're trying to get somebody immunization. Um, I, I do all those things. So th- this, uh, this year has been really interesting because um, it, we have been learning 
uh, real time in front of the world. And as, as doctors and medical professionals, we're, we're seen to be the expert. We're seen as the expert all the time. But, you know, this mm-hmm. year I, I didn't learn anything about COVID, you know, in medical school, you know. Yeah, I learned about immunology and then learned about viruses and the, the immune response and all these things. Um, but I was learning real time. So, you know, I'd be coming in and giving one recommendation one day and then the CDC would update it. And then I'd be changing what I just told the patient uh, based on the latest recommendation. So it's been it's been really crazy. But uh, it's been uh, it's been challenging to work with employers on how to safely, Mm -hmm. you know, return their employees to work. What's the what's the best way to do it? Um, what's the best way to handle when a, when an employee travels, what's the safest way to reintegrate them? Um, what sort of screening should you be doing if you are open, you know, taking temperatures and what sort of symptomatology should you be screening for? So it's been, um, it's, it's been an interesting year trying to help people, uh, specifically employers get people back to work and also keeping public health kind of at the forefront and making sure they're doing it in a safe way. I mean, we're, we're here in California, we're kind of going through a, a new, a new kind of shutdown period. Now we just actually started for the next three weeks. We're kind of going a little bit backwards as far as um, mm-hmm. how open we were. And, and, you know, it, that conversation is okay. Now that we're not going to be open, how do we, uh, you know, shift and transition based on the new guidelines and what we're able to do and still keep people safe uh, because you know as essential workers uh, people are still out there working some people don't really have the luxury of not going and you gotta go yep. in when you're the front line but it's like how do you do it in the in the safest way so it's been a it's been a crazy crazy year um, uh, but you know I'm, I'm you know, one of the things I like to do is uh, when, when I am having those interactions is to make sure I try to, uh, in, you know, encourage employees, employers, and my patients that, you know, we are resilient species. The human being has made it through a lot of things. We're going to make it through this as well. Um, but, you know, it takes all of us do, doing our part uh, to, to, to help us help us get past this. Yeah, I, I can't imagine the crazy world you've been in there in the front lines in the hospitals. But Clarence, we all have children in our lives, whether it be our own siblings, cousins, or friends. What advice do you have for everyone listening on to help with the mental health and the children in their lives? Um, I, I, I've, I've, I've mentioned a little bit, but I would I would say uh, first is just you know ch- checking in with your kid. Checking in with them, asking how are they doing. Um, when I have a big family, so we're we're always we're always together. And um, you know, one of the things that I have uh, introduced a lot more this year is uh, encouraging one-on-one time with each each kid to to, to check in because the kids are usually interacting with mommy and daddy and all their siblings all together. We're all eating dinner together and breakfast together and all those things are great doing things together but i'll just you know encourage hey check in with the kid and that one-on-one time is invaluable as well and they Mm -hmm. they kind of look forward to that and um yeah a lot more things come up during one-on-one opposed to when you're talking uh as a whole so i probably said that'd be my one advice check in with these kids facilitate um 
uh, that one-on-one time so that uh, they're able, you guys are able to connect one-on-one with mommy or daddy. And um, so I'd, I'd probably say ask my best advice and ask the, ask the questions. And uh, then the second thing would be ask the questions and then listen, you know, listen, I, I feel like as, as parents um, and even as um, adults, it's maybe I might be the only one to struggle with this, but it's like, it's like a continuous, I want to help. I want to give you advice. I want you to be better. So it's like a, a outspewing of advice all the time. And like, I've been there, I've done that. I want to help, you know? Um, but the, you know, the, the next thing I would say is just ask the questions and, and then just listen. Um, Cause the, uh, the children, uh, it's amazing. Some of the insights that they have uh, when, when, when you let them talk. <laughs> <laughs> ask the question and listen yeah that would be the second thing i'd say both of those are great pieces of advice and clarence thank you so much for coming back on the show again for another episode i know our listeners are going to see all the value in your episode i loved how you found a substitute for your normal routine you found that those routines were still giving you the ability to live your life granted you can't exercise the way you want to but you just pivoted a little bit I loved the emphasis you placed on your family, especially the one-on-one time as well, because these kids, they already have their whole lives out of their hands, relying on the adults in their lives. And now the only thing they knew was to go to school has been taken away. So that one-on-one time is definitely helping them immensely. But it is time for the last word. And as you know, I also do this on my other podcast series, What It's Really Like to Be an Entrepreneur too, because I want our listeners to really get to know the guests I bring on. Is there something that you would like to share with everyone that we did not get to touch on yet today? Um, I would, I would probably um, encourage each individual. Uh, there's a lot of things that are out of our control, and when we spend the majority of our time looking at things we can't control, that uh, in, you know that that's a way to spiral into anxiety and depression because things are out of your control. So what I would encourage each person as we go through this second wave right now, mm-hmm. and we're going, a lot of places are shutting back down. What I would say is shift your mindset to look more toward the, toward the things that you can control. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I wake up, what some of my routines that I do, uh, how am I intentionally, uh, you know, introspection? Am I doing meditation? Am I, am I doing some of that personal growth work? Those are some of the things that you could control. Um, so focus more on the things you control. And then the second thing I would say is what I found, which we hadn't talked about, you know, uh, uh, yet today is was progress toward a goal is the fastest way for me to inject uh happiness into my life when i'm moving towards something and when i can fit today's uh, pandemic day Mm. into a a goal line or a timeline for my goal or progress line for my goal then i can directly connect today with something that i'm moving toward so many people during the pandemic said yeah i'm just gonna wait until it's over i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that i can't do this i can't do that I would say focus on the things that you can control and then be intentional with moving toward. You can't move toward every goal, but moving toward a goal in a specific area every day of your life. um, I think, you know, those are two things to help us kind of get through this um, and um, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a better light. 
um, and also um, in elevated mood and, and, and happier when we have progress. We can still make progress uh, even during, uh, during the pandemic. Very well said. Would you now mind please taking the time to share your professional social media, the website, ways for our listeners to request your services and keep following your endeavors? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm at Dr. Clarence Lee Jr. on all the social media platforms, um, LinkedIn, just Dr. Clarence Lee Jr., uh, Instagram, Dr. Clarence Lee Jr., Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, all, all those social medias, that, just at Dr. Clarence Lee Jr. My website is just ClarenceLeeJr.com. Um, you know, if you stop by the website, you can you can check out some of the some of the books. My latest one is Persist. Um, and uh, yeah, just ClarenceLeeJr.com. You just peruse the website and um, see see everything that I'm that I'm doing. Be sure to check out all that great content. And it is social media time for the show, and we're on whichever platform you like to use. On LinkedIn, we're at a mental health break with Vincent A. Lancy. On Instagram and Facebook is at a mental health break. And on Twitter, it's at podcasts by Lancy. So you have updates from this show and what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. If you check out any of my books, DM me. I would love to hear from you all. We have Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption, and How to Transform Your Mindset When the Norm is Changed, all are on my website now, which is vincentalancey.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate the show five stars and continue listening by subscribing. I'll see you on the next episode of A Mental Health Break with Vincent A. Lancey.